Good evening, fantasy footballers and degents across the universe. This is the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymel. And sitting to my left tonight is the head-bobbing, rocking-out Cajun Raider. Yeah, so I'm going to do something similar to Josh's little takes. He's going to kind of punch you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to impede on his thing anymore. I'm going to I'm going to do random facts that random aren't Random facts. Yeah, that aren't sports not music, related. Not music related? No, uh, football. I'm going to bounce across. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm going to I'm going to bounce all across. Um did you know that men can lactate? Yeah. Yeah. I did know that. I did know that. Meet the Fockers. Yeah. His shirt kind of extenuates that right now. <laughs> yeah. If he hears a baby cry, all of a sudden it's a little watery up there on his on his tetas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, thank you for that. Very Guilty interesting. Guilty charged, I guess. All right, sitting across from me tonight is going to be the casual Mr. Josh Kenny. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing Great. good. Excellent. Good. Excellent. Vinny, this one's for you. Oh. Is it a question you, you like or is it question? trivia? It was a question. Okay, let's go. This team has won their division three times in a row. Not currently, but just three times in a row at any point in their lifespan. But they've never had back-to-back winning seasons in franchise history. <laughs> they've won their division three times in a row but never had back-to-back winning seasons? Correct. That's in incredible. In their history. Correct. So it's not. I'm not talking like this last three years. I have a guess. This happened got... before. Wait, this is for Vinny. Carolina Panthers. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Almost seemed too easy. Did you know it? I did. I would have guessed one of the expansion teams, Houston, Carolina, Jacksonville. Mine was going to be Tennessee Titans. Okay. That would have been a good guess, Yeah, too. good guess. Carolina just, it feels like that's the right answer, though. The only reason I remember, I, I used to follow Carolina. I didn't follow them, but I remember when they had Jake DeLome. Remember they went up oh, against yeah. the oh, Patriots? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Cajun boy. That year we did a, um, a Super Bowl bracket, and... Um, they were the sixth seed. I picked them to go all the way to the Super Bowl, man. I got that shit right. Ended up wow. winning a good chunk of change. Uh, so nice. that would have been the Steve Smith, yeah. Moose and Mohammed, D'Angelo Williams, yeah, and that, um, I, was Jonathan Stewart there? It was. I believe yeah. it was Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. He's probably a rookie at that time. Or was it Deshaun Foster? I don't actually remember who the the running back was. Actually, wow. might have been Deshaun year, Foster. No, no, that that was a different year. I was gonna say, wasn't it the second year of existence? Both. Uh, Carolina and Jacksonville were both one game away from making it to the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, because I think Jacksonville so. lost to Broncos. Or no, no, they beat the Broncos, right? Yeah. And to get to the AFC Championship game. You didn't or follow football no, back no, then, did you? I mean, a little bit, but I'm thinking Carolina's second year, wasn't that a Chris Winkie-led team? Or was he just the first year that he... We'll have to Google it. Jamie yeah. will look that up at the break, but Thanks. I think it was their Jamie's second the year. Thumbs up. They were both one game away from the Super Bowl. <laughs> it would have wow. been crazy. Well, yeah. yeah, I never liked John Fox, and I hated him in Chicago. Yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah, he he, he was not a player's point. coach at yeah. all. Right, and they gave him the boot pretty quick. No, yeah. yeah, he's out of the league now. So <laughs> he aged God. out. <laughs> yeah. All right, and sitting to my right, as always, is Good the question, nation, Mr. Vinny Gonzalez. What's up, everybody? What's going on? We're gonna talk auction. Yeah, we are going to talk auction, but That's first, exciting. guys, what's been going on? I got to know, Mr. Raider, what has been happening this past weekend, this past week? Anything good? Anything new and exciting? Yeah, yeah. this last weekend, I did the worst draft ever in my entire fantasy football career. 
At the end of his draft, I was actually at that draft. It looked like when Tom gets hit by a car and the, and the body floats above a little angel. That's what I saw Mike do. He literally looked at it. He he fell back in his chair and his body floated above like While a little. While he was looking at his like roster, yeah, like, it, he, it was sad. I it thought was I saw horrible. a tear even in the little ghost angel's eye. It was, it was bad. He really messed up then. He really My did. Goodness. Man. Yeah, I mean, who takes Deontay Johnson in the second round? That's just horrible. Man. It was almost a Did Benny draft for you? He didn't do that. No, Did, he didn't. It's oh. just I'm doing it for, for funsies. He took Deontay Johnson, but he didn't take him second round. No. Uh, okay. No, that would have been funny. Yeah. Someone took Alexander Madison, though, in like the yes third, fourth round. It was way too early. They must have been feeling real good about that, him. That's what messed me up, man. And you That can't... one pick? No, there were it several. Blew your mind. There yeah, were like, several. Deontay Johnson. I told <laughs> the one, the, the one that messed up the whole draft, in my opinion, was Say when it. Patrick Mahomes yep. went with the 18th pick. So the second round, sixth pick in, someone said Patrick Mahomes, and they could have had a plethora of receivers. So many. Garrett Wilson's, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Yep. Um, um, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, and um, not AJ Brown, uh, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Did it start a quarterback run? And then what happened? Yeah, it came it back did. around. And it, in, the, in the third round, second pick, it went quarterback. Then it went to me. Then quarterback, quarterback. It yeah. just started going Quarterbacks nuts. went crazy in the third round. Yeah. And it really did start a chain reaction that anyone that kind of missed that little run. They didn't, they didn't yeah. end up with the grade eight. I took a chance. I said, I'm going to wait for it to come back and try to get Justin Fields. If not, I'll, I'll get Trevor Lawrence. And sure enough, missed out on Fields, but got the last of the grade eight. I got nice. Trevor. So I was happy with that. But Grade sure. eight. That was my nickname in high school, actually. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Why grade is eight? That? It was given to him in you the know. boys' locker room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Way to go, Josh. Nice. Yep. All right, so Josh, how about you? Anything cool this past weekend? Uh, Friday night, I went and saw um, Friday Night Lights. Not the movie, no. but uh, I watched O'Galley play. Who'd they play? Oh. Titusville. Okay. They cool. crushed Titusville. And then on Saturday, I took Miles up to the jazz club up in Cocoa Beach. And it was awesome. We had a great time. Nice. Katie was out of town with Reagan. They went to go do the old princess thing at Disney. They had a great weekend. So it was fun. I had a nice. good time. Benicio, how about you? Yeah, yeah. So... I had a sad Saturday, actually. I have, a, I have a close friend of mine that I ended up becoming friends with him and his wife when I did their floors in Palm Bay. Their daughter goes to Eastern Florida and is in the nursing program with Yaz and Christina at one point. Actually, Christina and her went to Bayside together. So one day they had asked me, hey, do you know Gianna? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it Gianna Liano? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I did the floors for, you know. The husband and the wife. The husband is, has got me on a Victory Casino boat a few times, comped everything for me. Really cool people. And um, a couple weeks ago, Gianna gets up out of class just crying. She's in pain and leaves class. She never comes back. This girl is 22 years old, has never vaped, has never smoked, had a tumor in her lungs. Took her life. 22 years wow. old. So I went to a celebration of life there to spend with, oh, you know, man. Paul and Jody. So sad, man. Cried so much. I felt so terrible because I, you know, I have daughters, and I'm like, man, if anything happened to me like that, I, I just don't know if I could recover. Exactly. It's just it, it. It was bizarre, and I remember Gianna talking to her many times when I was there doing other jobs for the mother and the father, and she's the sweetest girl you ever want to meet. Had a plan in life, what she wanted to do, where she wanted to go. She was studying. She was getting money together to get her own condo. She had a YouTube channel. She was man. a fitness girl. She was into fitness modeling and just vibrant, full of life. 22 years old, man. Just man. all of a sudden, boom, unexpectedly took 
or life. That tumor. That's horrible. Man. Crazy. Yeah. That's that wild. Yeah. And then to brighten things up, Sunday I ended up doing two drafts, a keeper and armchair, and it was draft football Sunday. But yep. yeah, that, that, tough, man. Tough, man. No. Enjoy life. You know, time yeah. is the best commodity, man. It's the greatest commodity. We exactly. Get. You never know when it's going to be taken from you. These yeah. moments right you here, know, man. 22 years old, man. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What did you do, Bearded? I did a draft on Sunday. And I did very well. I was happy with that. On Friday, I actually got to see the O'Galley High, or no, the Mel High football game. They played uh, somewhere uh, over in the central state. I don't know. They, they were, No, I can't even think of who it was. Either way, the game was not good. Both teams looked like shit. Mm. However, mm. we were there to see Tiffany. They did a Stranger Things theme song at halftime. It was really good. She seemed to have a blast. It was enjoyable watching the band. We sat right next to them. So that w- that was a lot of fun. But um, I'm just glad I didn't go Raiders route and ruin my weekend with a horrible draft. Are <laughs> so. you going uh, to be doing a lot of Friday Night Lights? This, uh... Yeah, I think we got seven or eight games we're going to be going to. We actually picked up some uh, chairs, some stadium chairs, so that it's not quite so, yeah. Hard on your butt? Yeah. yeah man. Hurts like hell. Just sitting on metal <laughs> and the rain. So we and we didn't have towels or anything, so we got soggy ass the rest mm, of the game. It was fun. Uh, some swamp ass to go with some hard. Yep, <laughs> that sounds beautiful. It was incredible. So, in case anyone forgot, we told you what was going to happen this week. We are going to talk auction on this episode. We are going to talk about strategies. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of how to build your team. Are we going with depth? Are we going with starters? Are we doing zero RB, hero RB? So many different ways to go. So, we are going to start this off. Like, we're just going to jump right into it, I think. Josh, you good with that? I'm good. Josh seems excited. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. So, with any auction draft, of course, actually, with any draft in the world, the first thing you got to know is the point system. I can't stress that enough. We don't usually talk about stuff like that on air. We're just talking players. But we have guys that are going to be joining our league for the first time. It's three points per reception. If you're not paying attention to that, you're going to screw yourself. Wow. You're going to be which, taking... Hold on, which league? You're talking about... Genius. Genius. Oh, okay. Not the auction league that we just did. No. Yeah. <laughs> I drafted all the wrong players. Yes, you sure did. Derrick Henry, worthless. But someone's going to take Derrick Henry in the first round on that league when it's three points per reception, and that's going to be a mistake because Joe Mixon's probably going to be right at his heels as far as points go. Yeah. Maybe not because he's as good at running back, but he's going to catch twice as many balls. Right. So, just, guys, make sure you know your point system. Next up is going to be strategies. And I guess I guess the first question you want to ask yourself is how do I want to build this team? You want to plan out your roster. You want to choose your strategy as far as how you're going to build it. Vinny? Yes. When we were getting ready for our auction draft, yes. What was the first thing you decided with how you were going to build your team? I was leaning hero running back or zero running back with a huge emphasis on wide receivers. And I wanted to make sure I left the draft with one really good quarterback so that I only really needed to field a very, very low dollar backup. Okay. And, and, and I wanted my defense, my defensive players to count, you know, my starters, just my starters. So I had certain guys that I just wanted to spend a couple extra bucks to make sure I get. But the team itself was focused on winning the flex, whether that be through, well, initially it was going to be just make sure I have a very, very, very good wide receiver room. And then I kind of saw something happening at the draft where the tight ends weren't getting 
the love I thought they should get. And then I said, well, I'm going to shift some of that budget over to the tight end and take it away, take even more away from the running back budget. Okay. Yeah. Now, how many flex spots are in that league? One flex spot. One, one two flex. flex spot. I'm sorry. Two two receivers, two flex spots, one tight end. Okay. So if there was only one flex spot, would have you shifted cash away from running back and got another tight end? Mm, I'm, I'm staying away from running back. I'm okay. Staying, I, I stayed away from running back literally every draft so far. Whether that was my 12-man PPR, whether that was this auction draft, whether that's probably genius, where we do the three points PPR with those two quarterback rosters. Right. I'm losing. I'm. It's not that you can't build a great team drafting running backs early. It's that I just get better builds when I wait on running back. Right. If I can get the hero I want, and I've only identified a few heroes, like even in this auction draft, I identified five guys that I felt were legitimate heroes where I could draft one and be done. And if I wasn't going to be getting one of those, I was okay punting it. I really was because when you go across the board, four wide receivers with a very good tight end and a very good quarterback, it's hard to beat, man. It's a, it's really hard to beat. You know, you draft a running back, you spend $40 on him in an auction, he gets hurt, he doesn't play up to his potential, he doesn't get the carries. You're, you're you're in a heap of trouble. Wide receivers, they're just more consistent. They're 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 more available. Yep. They seem to get their normal target share year in year out. They tend to spike more. They don't they, get injured as much. They don't get injured as much. Yeah. And I, I can't. So that was one of the biggest things for me going into it. I, I know what Vinny is saying, but with the contract issues that every running back is having with everything that we've talked about over the last couple months 3.1 games per season is going to be the average miss games for the running back starters yeah i just can't value them like i can wide receivers yeah no it's a real problem man absolutely i, I you know i identified the, the five actually it was six i identified i said Bijan is a hero you just you're, you're just gonna have to spend north of 70 dollars, right i think christian mccaffrey is a hero right but i didn't want to be in on christian mccaffrey because of the age and McCaffrey has all the talent in the world, but the amount of money I have to spend, coupled with the age, I really didn't want to make McCaffrey one of my heroes. I wanted someone else to spend bigger money on McCaffrey. Right. I look at Saquon Barkley. I do believe he's a hero, and had it not been for his dispute with the Giants, I would have went ahead and took the dive on maybe trying to get Barkley. But because I know next year they're probably going to want to franchise him again or he's going to want to walk, I, I just I don't want to go through that mess. And then Austin Eckler probably out of LA does he go somewhere with the same role I doubt it he's 28 he may be a hero he's great for redraft this year but I just don't want to spend the money and deal with the age and then I look at a guy like Najee Harris Najee is a guy that to me he's 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 a two type of player right he could be a building block for your team he also could be a contending piece for your team he's like right he's like right in between the two he can play both and I I do like him as a hero but I decided to shift my attention to Ramondre Stevenson. I let so many people draft running backs. I was just watching everyone spend money, spend money, spend money. Then I started taking inventory on everybody. And I was like, okay, you got two running backs. This guy has one. He spent 70 on Gibbs. And yeah. And I started to say, wow, if I bring up Stevenson now, I think I can get him for 30 bucks." And when I got him up to 32 bucks and no one outbid me, I was thrilled. I got him for five under. Let's to clarify, me, you did that before Zeke got signed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. And then someone asked me after the draft, they said, how are you going to feel if they sign someone? I, I said, asked you that. It was you? Yeah. And, and, I, and what was my response? Do you remember? You said, uh, I'm not really that concerned about it. Yeah. I think, and, and the part that I said to you that you probably don't remember is anybody but Dalvin Cook. 
Yeah. Yes. Anybody yep. but Dallas. You did say that. Do not sign Dallas. He's the one. If Zeke was washed in Dallas, he's washed in New England. And it doesn't matter. You, you can he change your like jersey. He looks like an offensive lineman. Have you seen him? Yeah. I mean, he's he, ready to he, throw down some he, blocks as a fullback. He's going to get touchdowns. <laughs> he's going to get some touchdowns. Yeah. Ramondre didn't have a bunch of touchdowns last year, so it doesn't change much for me. You know, I think it says a lot about the backups. Unfortunately, I was high on Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris. I wasn't, but he's the backup, and then Ty Montgomery. To me, it just says. The guys behind him aren't that great. So okay. that's kind of like where I was with running back. Josh, how about you? Did you did, were you when you started out your build and you realized this is this is what I'm going to do? I'm going to go zero RB. I'm going to go hero RB, or I'm just going to get a bunch of uh, bargain bin players. I wanted va- I wanted value. I wanted to underpay, and I know everyone wants to do that. And I started out okay. I don't want to go through my entire draft, but I got good prices for Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry. I think because it's They're a dynasty old. draft, and they've technically reached to pass their peak. But I feel I felt like they had still another season or two. After the draft, obviously, I, I've dealt those guys away, the teams that I felt were better um, than me, because I, I had the Brees Hall situation going on with Dalvin Cook getting signed. But my goal was to uh, pay less for better players, even if that meant they were a little bit older. Okay. Where I, I'll tell you, is my first auction draft. I'll tell you where I messed up. I was holding my money at first, and I, I got some good prices on a couple of players. I blew my budget in the middle of the draft, which kind of led to me spending a lot of money on some mid-tier players. I didn't get the gems, and I didn't have enough money at the end to pick up the bargains that, that I wanted. So that's where I kind of messed up, and that, that's probably an easy mistake to make when if you've never done it before. Mike, who's your best running back in your last auction draft? Oh, man, I would say Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, that's solid. And Pollard is right there with him. You okay, I like Pollard draft, better. Man, I, felt, I, like Pollard man better. I felt really good about my draft. What I try to do with these auction drafts is I try to, first of all, I set a budget per position. Right. 40% running back, 45% wide receiver, and then you fill in the rest with quarterbacks and tight ends. Um and that worked out really well. The other thing that I also try to do in these auction drafts, man, I, I love my auction teams. I try to do kind of like what you do where I spend more now that I've done like the research on these um, rookie drafts and stuff like that. I feel like I know a lot about like these rookies. So I know I can get them later on because other people are going to spend more money on these proven players. So I can be old and young at the same time. And that's really what I focus on with these auction drafts is a perfect balance of when now and build for later. And that's, I feel like I've done that. Old and young. Yeah. I want to be short and tall. I want to, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. All right. What, what's your, what was your strategy? Did, you, did yeah. you lay it out yet? Yeah, actually, my strategy, I told Vinny after the draft, my strategy was to come out of there with the worst running back room in the entire world. <laughs> I was waiting for you to make a joke. Did you succeed? Because I, I knew you were going to say something. I fucking nailed it. <laughs> I came out of there. Uh, literally, it's like I went I went to McDonald's <laughs> with a dollar, and I got I got something off the value menu, and that's that's all I got. Like, well, I got I only spent a dollar. I only spent a dollar. Three, what, three chicken nuggets. Yeah, they gave me you three. You don't even get six. Yeah, it it was sad. It was a sad, sad sight. Um, so I I like to think that I do a lot of research for any draft that I'm going into, mm-hmm. and this one was no different, especially in the end. I was very excited leading up to it. I had my budgets for each position and how I wanted to go. But what really turned it for me, like that actually made me shift a little bit more money away from running back, was this Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs incidents that keep coming up. 
This isn't going away. It's a mind screw. This isn't this isn't a fad. This is something that's going to be here for a long time. So for sure, for me, there was probably only one player I would have put good money on, and that's Bijan Robinson. That's it. For in the entire draft. Not Jameer I, Gibbs, huh? Not Jameer Gibbs. He's not big enough to get the every down work. They've got David Montgomery there already. So from jump, they've already they went out and signed another running back. Okay. It just doesn't build a lot of confidence for me. He's just not a bigger guy either. He is going to catch a lot of balls, but I'm not going to bank on him turning into the next Austin Eckler. He does have five years, at least four. So for me, Bijan being a powerhouse running back and being so young is what the draw was. But in the end, I did nothing. I waited to get values. None of them were more than 11 bucks. They were all number three running backs or worse. I'm pulling up your roster right now. So, And here's and, the funny thing. You and Zach did a great job of being patient, of managing like your payrolls and everything. And I thought, you guys are going to like crush us. There was a certain point in that draft where I was like, Zach and Mike are going to destroy the rest of us. And somehow that didn't really work out. Or I, never, like, I, I thought, never thought that. I never no. thought that. I'll tell you why. Because here's the thing. If you hold all your money while everyone is buying up, all the blocks, all the building blocks, all the 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 win, you know, all the monopoly the, pieces around the board. Oh yeah, the blue then, piece, then at the, the end, dark blue. Yeah, you, you have you, you have some money, but you also have two other guys that were holding money. So the three of you are all holding money. So you're all going to go in on the same bargains, and you all have money. Yep. I I I come I kind of go with a different approach. I say this with my first six people that I spend money on. That's the core of my team, and I'm going to get my core, and I'm okay getting my core and sitting there and watching everyone else buy people up. Everybody has to spend money. So at some point, you spend it early, you spend it late, you're going to spend it. Vinny, that is exactly what I, I felt like I did. That's what I did you at Guardians. You money? No, <laughs> like first. No, no. no. Like, like, like you said early, I spent it early, and you even made the comment like right out the gate with Justin Jefferson. You're like, wow, that was that escalated quickly. Right, right. You got Jefferson for 84. I went right away and got Jamar Chase for 88. Because the, the theory is, if you spend that kind of money, you can't build a roster. You can build a roster. It's just, you got to have a budget, right? So I went in with a real real nice budget of what I wanted, where I wanted to spend my money. You have to sacrifice something. Yeah. I wasn't going to sacrifice receiver. I was not going to sacrifice quarterback. The, the, the intention was, I'm going to have the best stack. I want Burrow, and I want Chase. That's it. And I'll try to get Burrow at the discount because I won't be able to get Chase at the discount. That's fine. I want to get tight end. I want to get one of the three guys I really wanted. Ended up getting two, but I, I wanted one. And I wasn't going to go into the year without a tight end in a tight end premium league. Like, I wanted to make sure I got a guy. And then if I could get my hero, I would. Worked out. But after my first six, seven picks, man, my, my core is there. Now yeah. I'm just waiting around. I'm watching everybody. I'm trying to type in all the numbers. I'm trying to keep track of salary. I'm trying to keep track of what players are going for. And then you start to get a picture. All right, now this team spent this on all this. And blah, blah, blah. and you start to formulate, okay, if I wait a couple rounds, if I call this guy up, I can probably get away with getting him for five bucks. you know. And that's how you start to kind of build it out. I think people come in with this impression of, I have $340. I should be able to spend every dollar of it and get great players everywhere. It just doesn't work. No, huh? It, it's like a 12-man PPR league. You sit down and you do a snake draft, right? You know that after round seven, Everyone is just like scratching and clawing to get, you know, the uh, the. Let's see, let's go to the sixth, seventh, eighth round. You're trying to get the 
Tyler Algier, the the Fred Werner, the Jonathan Allen, the the Samaje Pirai, the, 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 <laughs> the David and Joku. Like everyone's yeah. trying to get just let's fill out this roster, and then you get to the bottom rounds and you realize, okay, and does do some math outside of Zach in Plymouth. Everyone has to spend one or two dollars at a time. So yep. now you just got to decide: Am I calling a guy up for a dollar because no one's going to outbid me, or I'm going to call him up for two dollars to make sure I just get him? You know? No, and I, I mean I think what we all need to keep in mind, and this is the advice that we're going to be giving out: Have a budget. That's you it. have to God decide somebody. what it is you're going to do because if you go into that draft and say I am like Mike had it down to the exact number, forty percent. I want to spend on. Running back. You look like a orangutan or something <laughs> with your hand. Yeah, I'm Will, shocked. Wilden has his camera. I'm up actually over shocked his head. he wanted to spend forty percent on running back though, because you hate running back. Yeah, I you. mean it, it's it, it wouldn't have been for me, but everyone has to go in knowing exactly what they want to spend. You cannot go right. to the draft. You can't willy saying, nilly. All right, I am I'm going to be. I'm willy nilly, and that's what happened no, to me in the middle. Yes, I did. <laughs> you I swear to God, no. Willy nilly. No, every player. I told you to make a budget. In my mind, I might have had some numbers, but I didn't have it like you had it, where you're like, this is the percentage. <laughs> you didn't have. You, you showed didn't, me yours. You, you had a percentage. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a percentage though. I I, sh- I should have. Yes. I'm happy. I was happy with my draft though when I walked away from it for the most part. The, the the issue with the the not the issue the the the, the challenge with the budget is you got to cut something out guys we have three hundred forty dollars in this league so I was like you know what eighteen percent on a quarterback that's sixty one dollars I got to get the guy I want for under fifty five or under so I can get a backup that's all I thought so when I was able to get Burrow for fifty five that left me six dollars to get a backup I ended up getting Matt Jones for a buck I don't think Matt Jones is you know going to light the world on fire but I never intend to bench Joe Burrow like. There's zero chance, and if he gets hurt, it's all good. Season's over. I'll wait till next year. I'm not. I'm not gonna like sell off my team. It's just a strategy. Like I gotta give something up so I can spend 47% of my money on wide receivers, which, by the way, I ended up spending 39%, and then I shifted the rest of that to my tight end budget to get Hawkinson and Andrews, but I stayed with the pass catchers, you know. And there's there's a reason for it. You know, there's a reason for it. We talked off air. You know, the numbers bear out in tight end premium. There's aren't everyone's like Kelsey, 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 Kelsey. Yes, but I don't. Kelsey's not a tight end, dude. Kelsey is a flex. Kelsey is a wide receiver. He's not a tight end. You draft him, put him in your flex, man. Put him. Find a tight end then, man, because all of the other tight ends are bad, right? Except for like the top like six yep. that makes somewhat of a difference in tight end premium. Andrews Hawkinson, man. If you look at the numbers, look where they finished. Next to some of the receivers and running backs, it's crazy. I mean, we're talking with Amon Ross St. Brown, we're talking with Ramondre Stevenson, we're talking with Tony Pollard. I mean, it, it does matter that it's a tight end flex, or so that's premium, tight end pre- premium. yeah, tight end yeah. Pre- premium. So you're not going to see that in a lot of drafts. That's probably no, more a minority. Has, has to be a tight end. And premium. the reason we we actually went and we'll explain it. The reason we went with a tight end premium is because FFPC, which is a the it's like the national. Um, fantasy football champ- championship. It's, 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 That's the million dollar yeah, event. It's a main event. For that is their football. scoring system. Yeah. So we wanted to run it like that so that next year we're prepared when we step into that tournament. So let me ask right. you a question. Okay. You guys, uh, Vinny and Cajun, you guys had strict budgets that you pretty much stuck to. You talked yourself out of it based on some headlines. When you sat down at draft day, did you have numbers still in your head or did you kind of lose track of? The running back situation in the middle of the draft. Did you let 
like your mind wander and you get off track. I'm just curious because I'm sure that happens to other people. Without keeping it too boring, what I what I did do is I knew I am not going to spend much on running back. I am going to find the bargain bins, and then I am going to get all the rookie, if not handcuffs, they're in line for work in the next two years. So the Evan Holes, the Zach Evans, the Chase Brown, there was a bunch of guys that I took backups. Matt Breda for Saquon. I took Jerome Ford for Nick Chubb. I tried to get Elijah Mitchell. There was a couple other guys that I went for, but I got a lot of handcuffs. So you that was your plan? That was my that, strategy. Okay, that was what I was curious about. How many people? That, that's something that I think that you could you could a point you could hit on that you might not have read off is stick to your strategy. Don't because in the middle, especially of an auction draft, it seems like it's easy to get pulled off of your plan. Oh yeah, yeah. when it starts getting hot and heavy on a on a player you really like, right? Yeah. That's, Even that's if, what I was getting at. I guess the hardest part is if you're if you already filled out your running back room and you've already filled up your tight ends and you're like, all right, well. I only wanted to spend another $27 at wide receiver, but you see some values going for Amari Cooper, for Chris Godwin, for some of the guys in the middle rounds. That I'm trying to think, even like a Traylon Burks, even some of these second-year guys. I mean, we think about Johan Dotson, Terry McCorn, the guys that aren't like the elite guys but are mm-hmm. still very, very valuable. When you start seeing you want to go after them, you're like, whoa, that that's half of what someone just paid for Chris Olave. How would I not want to go for him? And when you start doing that, you end up screwing your team. Yeah. So because you're going to overspend there, and now you're not going to have money for maybe the quarterback you really right. wanted, for okay. maybe your backup tight end. And if your backup tight end is, uh, I don't know, Dalton Schultz this year in a tight end premium league, you're screwing yourself. So I guess with with having said that, we've all kind of talked a little bit. We want to make sure that when you set your, this is my build, this is my budget, Keep it in line. Yeah. Don't let the emotions of the, yeah. of the yep. auction pull you off. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Do you know who actually never gets their emotions thrown off? Niches. Mr. D. Mr. D. Oh. Never gets too excited. <laughs> he just stays busy, head down, making them pizzas yeah. every single day. Making right. that island boy yeah. for the happy customers going there for lunch. I was working up there this past week. I ate there twice. I got the, the Island Boy both times. It was delicious, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, and I actually paid 20 bucks. I got to shoot drizzle in people's mouths <laughs> as they walked in. Yeah. They let me do it right from the counter. I love it. Yep. yep. He sat up on the counter swinging his knees like a little child. Can yep. I do that next week with you? So if you pay 20 bucks, they might let you. I they will. might let you. I'll definitely pay that. No, that, that Island Boy was on point. I, Island day, Boy. I was like, man, I haven't had this in forever. Next day, I went right back up there again. Nice. Nice, nice cold can of Coke because they serve it in the can. <laughs> yes. Ooh. It was on point. Spicy pizza with Coke. Can't beat it. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you really can't. Man. So if you're in the area right up there off 95 and Vieira Boulevard, stop in, say hi to Mike, grab a slice of the Island Boy. And grab his butt, too. No. Okay. Definitely do not grab his butt. Um, just... <laughs> I think, we have I think a sound coming I think from. we've got a ghost coming in here. And um, so I don't know that they know that we're actually on air doing a recording right now. And uh, that's okay, because I'm going to throw fake ghost rocks at them in just a second. <laughs> but if you're up there, tell Mike that you heard about him on the championship formula yeah. and ask for that 10% yes. discount. Yeah. And we are back. Thank you so much. I couldn't stop thinking about that Island Boy pizza. I have not had that in a few months, and I need some. You got to get it. All right, I got to get it. 
Josh said it, so I have to. So what we're talking about is auction. We're gonna get, we're giving advice. We're talking about strategies. And guys, I think we have talked about roster builds. And as much as we can talk, it doesn't matter. It really matters on what you want to do. Just what we're trying to tell you is get a budget, get a plan, yeah. and stick to it. Don't go willy-nilly like casual over there, just going in with a ballpark idea. Really have a plan and For put sure. it into action. No, I, yeah, put it into yeah, that action. Was a, that was a learning experience that I just passed on to somebody out there. I guarantee it. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. But the second piece of advice is going to be, as with just about every single draft you do, is tier-based drafting. Guys, if you have six wide receivers in your third tier, and you and you still have 22% of your budget left for your wide receivers, and you look over at your sheet, and four of them are gone, and you're looking at your last one, you're looking at Jahan Dotson. He's the last guy in that fourth tier of wide receivers. Go get him. Go get him. So mm. I can't tell you how important it is to do tiers. Go ahead, Vinny. You mentioned great eight earlier with the quarterbacks. Right, right. No, Grape Ape. He was talking. The, gra- <laughs> the cartoon. Oh, the great Grape Ape. I used to love Grape Ape. Grape yeah. Ape, dude. That was my That's favorite cartoon. About, right? Yeah. That so, big purple gorilla was wonderful. He would put his foot on the van and, like, just skateboard on it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. I love that <laughs> cartoon. So, so, to cover great, the, the grade eight at quarterback, right? We got Mahomes in his own tier. Then you got Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. And then you get five other guys Burrow, Jackson, Herbert. Fields, Lawrence, okay, in whatever order. I don't really care too much. That's a grade eight. After there, it gets experimental. I can make a case for Deshaun Watson. I can understand the upside of Anthony Richardson. I can understand Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, I can. He was awesome last year. I can understand you go young and try out Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud if you want to start a team where you're just building from youth, you know. But you're probably not going to compete, you know. And then I know about you know later on you have the Jordan Loves and and Jared Goffs and Brock Purdy's of How the world. How dare you skip over Kirk Cousins like that? Kirk Cousins is a perennial number He's one. He's the great apparently. twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I'm, is super the great twelve. Super twelve. But the, what, what the great eight all have in common? We expect them to have longevity and be good for years. Um, yep. Kirk Cousins has been good for years, but I. I just don't know how many more years and if he stays in Minnesota will the situation change. He has a great offensive play caller. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I like Kirk Cousins as well. But the bottom line is, yeah, like I, that. I, I do have a tier for quarterbacks. But what I did, I looked back at Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sorry, Guardians of the Dynasty, our other <laughs> Dynasty League. I pulled up the sheet, man. And I'm not going to lie. I, I had everyone set up in tiers. And I just looked at it and I thought to myself, not this time. I'm not going to do tears because what what I noticed was I oh, started. Oh shit! You just yeah, you just zigged yeah. when yeah. we zagged. But I want to explain it because right. on quarterback it makes sense to have the tears. I I really believe that because I was pretty accurate. But boy, did I fuck up wide receiver, running back, and tight end tears. I remember I took Adam Troutman, who I was fucking in love with in 2020, and I moved him into the like the fucking second tier with guys he had no business being. And I did that with numerous amount of players because I fell in love and I thought. I was the guy that was going to Cold get this commit. right. But, <laughs> right, right. So, no, so you move these guys and you're, I'm just like, ooh. So what I did on the other positions, instead of tiers, I just went through the whole list with auction value and player, and I highlighted every player I was interested at at certain numbers. And those were my players that I wanted to build my roster with. Okay. And I had a legit number of, of wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends that I was going to be happy with if I could get them. And, and then I focused on following the draft. 
But in quarterback, I certainly had tiers, and the grade 8 was my number one tier. I had to have one of those quarterbacks for my build. It didn't have to be Mahomes. It could have been Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. It just had to be one of those guys. Just one of those guys. But okay. everywhere else, I swerved from tiers, man. I really did. Just because I, I didn't trust my tier rankings this time around. I, I, I start liking a player. What about like consensus tiers? Like not the Vinny tiers? You know, it sounds yes. like it sounds I like one it. of those situations where he goes to his favorite restaurant and they gave him, you know, like the chicken's way overcooked. And he's like, fuck that place. I'm not going back there for like six months. <laughs> right. And so you know, and, but then when he goes back, myself, he's going to go back to that restaurant. And he's like, the, oh my God, that, that, uh, what, did, what did he name it? Paella. paella. I know. Oh, yeah, that, he gets uh, the paella the next time. He's like, oh, this yeah. is the best paella I ever had. I'm going back. And then he's back into the, the rotation. It feels like he yeah. got burned on one bad meal and it kind of. Right. You know, I did. Did I you did. try to walk into the kitchen and season the chicken yourself? That's <laughs> yeah. what, it sounds like that's what you did so, when you yeah. said you fucked up the tears. No, my, my, like, my, my, fuck my, the cooks. Bro. I yeah, know I'm, that they know how to cook, but I can season yeah. my own shit. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that extra more like salt? Yeah. You guys watching me when I'm doing Give extra salt? Give me the salt. Mrs. Dash. It's a good analogy. It's actually it's a really good analogy. I like. I, I did some serious fucking tear fucking. It was bad. Okay. Yeah, I, I just did a poor job with my tears. I didn't trust myself to do good tears, but I did pull up fantasy footballers and i love their tier based ranking i love their cheat sheets so i put in certain settings from our league and i wanted to see what they felt in terms of tiers so then i compared that with kind of the players i highlighted that i was going to be targeting and what i started to figure out was essentially what's happening here is i'm targeting players from different tiers and instead of just sticking to oh tier one tier two tier three i'm saying to myself i'm okay if maybe i don't get a tier one running back because my budget's requiring me to get a tier one and tier two receiver over here so i'm going to need some money allocated i didn't want to tie myself to potentially bad tiers I created. So instead I tied myself to players that I thought would help me build a winning roster. And that's where I'm at with it. But tier-based ranking is something I use for every league we draft typically when it comes to redrafts. I mean, it, it's it's Bible for me, you know. Yeah. But you mentioned sure. tier fucking a few minutes ago. Is that like one of your Pornhub categories or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a new one. It's a new one. Yeah, he, the last, his, I saw his search history earlier. It said a lap dance is so much better. When the stripper is crying. <laughs> that's okay, the yeah. old tear fucker. Over oh, there. that's right. tear fucker. Yeah, but we, I can't. I mean, I know Vinny strayed from a little bit, but for most of us, especially in an auction draft, I think it's even more important because if you're looking at those tiers and you're looking to get a tier one wide receiver, a tier three wide receiver, and a tier four. And you miss out when you know, all right, I'm looking at these tiers. I, I'm going to get one of them. I really like this, guys. Maybe you were in the bidding for all four of the first, you know, of the first five. Yeah. And you're, the only, there's only one left. Now is the time. If you want to stick to your budget, if you want to stick to your plan, go get them. I'm going to turn my laptop around so Josh can look just at, like, the wide receivers, how I did it. I thought you uh, show me your Pornhub porn screen. Up. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, Mike was joking. No. I didn't type that but in. Josh, That's Josh, not nice. Josh can take a look at it and see, you know, the kind of players I highlighted. And you'll see, if you just keep scrolling down and you look, I ended up with players from all these different highlights, you know. Mm-hmm. But these were my targets. These are guys I identified that I can maybe fit okay. within budget in my wide receiver room. You can't get them all. 
you know, and some guys are going to completely outbid people, but that's kind of like what I was doing. I want to identify the players I really liked, and if you go all the way to the bottom, you see what I mean, Josh. Scroll all the way down. There's guys that I thought, man, no one's going to bid on them. Justin Ross, Demario Douglas, you know, I thought I could get Elijah Moore late. I did, you know, which was miraculous based yeah. on what was going on. You got on. some good yep. names on there, you know, for but sure. I, that's what I did, and it's kind of similar. It's just I didn't really just assign tiers. I just I highlighted. There's nothing groups wrong with guys. going after guys that you like, right? No, guys that can help the, you win. I feel like you know? the tiers are more of a at least if you're going with like consensus tiers not just i made my own tiers yeah um they work as a safety net so you don't panic when you didn't get um marvin mims in tier seven you can just get the other guy that's in the consensus tier yeah you're not panicking you know is that what is that where you're going with that that is exactly it is to if you really want to stick to your game plan and you know ballpark how much all these guys are going to go for of course Weird things happening at the draft. And I guess that'll actually lead us in to the last portion of some of our um, advice that we're going to give you in the auction. Now, I'm sure we're going to get different opinions, but the opinion that I am going to state is do not spend money for the first 25 picks. Dead serious. That is going to be mine is call the guys out. You're not that Devontae Adams was one for me. I wasn't really interested in Devontae Adams. He's over 30. He's going to cost a lot of money. He plays for a horrible, disgusting, shitty team. Thank you. you. hear that, Cajun? <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. It's Vinny's team. <laughs> it's definitely not Vinny's team. Vinny had it nothing to do with it. Yes, um, he did. So, for that, it was just... I know. Like, I want you to... Like, I hope Josh McDaniels comes down off the field and punches you right in your head. <laughs> I hope he punches Vinny. I don't get that. I don't either. I'm thankful to him. He loves some great <laughs> so offenses. So, Devontae Adams was one of your guys. England. Just for example, was, not yeah. keeping it boring. He went for, I thought he went undervalued in our draft. He probably did. I it mean, just, he wasn't for me. So, I guess. You know he's who no, he's for? He's, he's absolutely no. right. Steve I mean, Vega. Steve Vega. Because he's on his team. Devontae Adams <laughs> went for 38 bucks. Book 38 was 41. Bucks. He got a deal on him. Yeah. Three bucks. And people are like, oh, you'll just save three. Oh, yeah? Well, when we're at the end of the fucking draft. Three dollars is like a million dollars. And you need one more dollar to get that one player yeah. you really want because everyone's going for one. That three dollars matters. And for yeah, sure. So it, it's nice. But I, I'm with you. I, I was out on him, too. For yeah. other reasons. But I guess I took it too far and this last just putting it out there for example i took it too far and probably sat out for like i think i had three players in the first 40 picks i waited too long but a lot of guys had already spent money in the top 24 picks a lot of big names were called your jamar chase your justin jefferson your patrick mahomes these guys got the players that they wanted and they're super happy that they have chase for the next 10 years on their team yeah i just have a hard time parting with 88 dollars and when guys have spent their money, a lot of the guys at the end of the draft, every single time, are going to be so reduced. Chris Godwin for under 20 here's, bucks. Here's one that really shocked, I think, everybody from our draft. We kept naming names, naming names. He never got called. Stephon Diggs gets called super late and goes for 20-some dollars. Yeah, I, that's ridiculous. It only You're takes right. a couple players to just slip through right. those cracks and everyone's blown their wad. I could have bid, but I got scared because you're sitting on 90 bucks at that point. And I'm looking at 90 bucks and I'm like, 27 for Diggs? Exactly. 28, I'll go. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, fuck, that puts me at 62 do you at know who, this point. Do you know who else like, was thinking that? Who? 10 other guys. Right. And that, that's, that's what, the issue. because they, you're already, you're, 
now your purse is a little bit tight. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like your strategy. So you're about to wait 25 picks. 25. Okay, but but because I know you when we talk so much, we have a draft coming up. Yep. You said to me today, Vinny, I want this draft. Is anyone in? Are you guys in this draft? You guys aren't in. They're not in the draft with you. Nope. you got 25 players that you've identified. 26. 26. Maybe 27. Maybe we probably agree on the 27. Let's just say they're stud yep. players. If you wait those 25 picks in an auction, they're going to be gone. And I know it's a different setting, but I'm surprised because I would think that you would want a piece of those 27 because you w- you'll agree, like some guys are going to be good for eight, nine, ten years. Yep. They're yours. You got to spend a little money, but they're yours. It's a black hole at that point. You grab that player, you never let them go. You just you're with them. You know what I mean? So that's I find that odd for you. I, I guess if I go back and look, I'm just using an example. I spent seventy dollars on Justin Herbert. Everyone in here and everyone in that room would have thought, you pay too much. I get it. It's okay. I got the guy I wanted. Had I sat back and got Trevor Lawrence for $25 cheaper or got Kirk Cousins for $60 cheaper, I could have taken that $60, 30 picks in, and gotten Stephon Diggs, gotten Devontae Adams. No fight. And now I've got two other stud receivers. Had I just waited. I didn't need Justin Herbert, but I could have gotten other great players in the value range do you have some buyer remorse doing that then is that is that what you're kind of I saying i want you to answer honestly because josh is asking a loaded question i think i should know the answer you th- that is very um out of character for you it's just out of character man yeah let I me tell you, you a quick, them off you pissed them off didn't you, let me tell you a quick story okay it was like two days before the draft we were working together and he uh he brings up and i said I'm going after one quarterback, and I said, Justin Herbert. And he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, and, and uh, he comes back a few minutes later, and I said, you better be, you better start your auction at 60 bucks." <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah? How high are you willing to go? I said, at least 65 <laughs> And he, he just stomped oh, off and went to go bro. work in a different part of the house. He was pissed, and he never told me about Herbert, but I knew that he beats off to him. And that, <laughs> that, that got him. And he yeah. was like... 65? I'm you got it in 70. his head. I did. You got someone else was bidding on it. You weren't even in on the bidding. There no, was a, someone was like, else that was 66, 67. I, I told you we talked about this. That was the same quarterback you and I agreed early yep. on when we set the league up. Uh, Herbert's going to be one of my targets. You're like you as well. And all I, we said to each other was like, well, we'll see where the money goes and you know where it takes us. I never looked at him and said, well, I'm going to go 65. Or I, I never give him a hard number. I just tell him I'm in on him too. As yeah. soon as I you saw know? his reaction, I'm like, but what? Mike, <laughs> I mean, Mike, Mike told me beforehand that you're going to be in on him. Like, let's just expose that now so i i kind of know that josh is gonna bid but i'm sitting there and i'm waiting the name gets called and i'm like i did not bring me, it up I'm, either I'm, I'm talking to myself like i'm like, let's see what the motherfuckers are gonna do and all of a sudden it starts at like 60 i'm like what the fuck i'm out i'm already out like, me too i'm, I'm already like, oh. out and then i'm I saw done, you dude. bidding against someone else and i was like i'm watching a fight <laughs> i'm out <laughs> It was fun to watch. It was like rile up the two bees like and let them go. Chicks fight over <laughs> you. you. I, think, I think Mike had so much fucking anguish locked in, dude. Yeah. I think Plymouth was like he's calling out 324 players. He he's he's running the auction. I mean, I'm typing it in, but he has to verbally announce and talk and going on. once, going twice. Okay, going once, going twice. You know, he's holding his money. He's watching all of us get fucking players. Like he's getting fucking. He's raging. He's fantasy raging at that point. <laughs> so finally, he's like. There's one motherfucker I'm not letting go. And I don't give a shit. They took Kelsey. They took the running backs. Fuck them. 70 on Herbert. It's mine. That's it, bro. And you fucking shut it down. That's it. You said, yeah, that was I will the one guy. One. That was the win. one guy. He Damn. is going to be my starting quarterback. When I win it all, when I go to rebuild, 
when He's I your finish your boy. six it. and six That's every single Travis year. Kelsey now. That's it. He That's is my guy. He, you could send me every trade offer. Never trade. Never trade. He is Black not hole. going anywhere. That's going to be fantastic. That's you know, honestly how I feel about Burrow, man. One I more thing. You. I know we're off topic now, but okay, uh, wait, I, I love the fact that you freaking drafted Aaron Rodgers. It was like it was like you had to eat this food that was <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> you eat that ketchup, and you, you just, eat it. It was like the worst meatloaf in the world. And watching Mike eat that <laughs> when he drafted Aaron Rodgers was beautiful. I bet you if he has a good season, he'll move him for a pick and he'll make money on him. I'm going to tell you I something you, right I now. It. I don't know. I think I actually did have Brett Favre on my fantasy team at one time, probably 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit different time. I wasn't such hardcore. There was something about Aaron Rodgers' smug fucking face that I didn't want to look <laughs> on at his face on my team and yeah. root for him against the Bears. Yep. So I have never drafted Aaron Rodgers and always said, I never will. Well, I always thought he'd be a Packer. So he goes to the Jets, and there was some weird kind of... I don't even it was just something weird that came over me and said, You need him. You need him on your team. And when he went for oh my god, like six dollars or ungodly something. Right, price. Right. Un- yeah. Ungodly Yeah, it was so cheap. I took him. Now I had already taken Tua as a backup for twenty bucks, which mm-hmm. I had not planned on, but I thought Tua with all the how high the prices were going, I thought Tua was gonna be a player, something like that. So you spent 35% on quarterback. I spent so much of my money on quarterback. Yeah. Mike Mike lapped the field. He is ending bid. It's not even close. In in reference to the the book amount, he went $41 over. You went... That's right. (laughs) That's why you don't have a fucking running back. That's why you don't have a running back. I mean, let's say... That's why Antonio Gibson is leading the charge. (laughs) And followed by Khalil (laughs) Herbert. Justin (laughs) Herbert is my RB1. I mean, you made me feel good in a way, though. And you should feel good, too, because you got Jefferson for 84. You went 7 over budget. I got Chase for 88. I went 12 over budget. So I'm looking at Mike, and I'm like... You know what? You say that, Vinny, and all I think is, you fucking pussies. You could have bid 112 on Jefferson, but you didn't. <laughs> and, it make, and, it, and Raider hates it because he doesn't want the value. He wanted to pay more. Nobody yeah. would keep going with him. And he's like, no, keep, no, this is where it gets fun. Say, I, I want to spend. Yeah. I thought Orlick was going to take me to the moon. I was scared shitless because I'm looking right at him. He's looking at Chase. me. Bro, the I'm way Orlick to... was bidding too. Like when he would just say the, the last number. Like yeah. you're at 72 and he would just say three. Yeah. 72. And 74. I, I told Pamela, dude, I said, uh, you know, we give Orlick some shit. We make fun of him in here he and there. But great. he's smart. He knows what a guy should go for. And I agree with him. He's saying stuff like, guys, someone needs to bid. Someone needs to bid. But the problem is the people that have the money to bid don't want the player. Right. So what happens is people get the bargain. And if Orlick doesn't have the money, he can't bid him himself. Right. Yeah. It's like catch 22. But he was right about a lot of players. I'm sitting there, too, thinking the same thing. I'm like, Orlick damn, is bro, sh- please, someone bid. Someone bid. Someone bid. And when the bids don't come in, you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. Or- Orlick Orlick is sharp, man. He, I like Orlick. Yeah, he he knows what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing. I, you know, now his team, his auction team. I want to see what happens with Jonathan Taylor now. Okay. He has Jonathan Taylor. He got Jonathan Taylor at a discount. What did he pay for him? I'll pull it up, but you know, if he ends up going to, let's say he does go to Miami, Orlick Orlick is solid. It he does got, not- if, if I told you, you can have Jonathan Taylor for forty nine bucks. And you, and, uh, that's and a little has, steep for me. His book that's, is his book is sixty. He's, no, I he's mean twenty three. I, I understand that aspect of it. I only expected to spend forty nine dollars sure. on my entire running back right, room. Right. I I did not give credence to any running back other than Bajan. Had he stalled in like the low seventies, I would have been in. He would have been the only player. 
Right. But other than that, I wanted nothing but bargain bin fodder. I wanted number threes. I wanted number fours. Some rookie long shots. Give me the old chicken nuggets that are underneath the fryer <laughs> that you have to sweep out at the end yeah, of the night. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if the chicken nuggets just fell in, they're, that's okay if they're still cold in the center. I'm going to take them. They'll, <laughs> oh, they'll warm up. Yeah. They're going to warm up in the car. In I'm going to the put them in my hours. dashboard. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, That's what I'm hoping. My Evan Hull nugget and my, my Zach Evan nugget is up in the dash, and it's just heating up. I'm just waiting. And my are, take an hour, at lunchtime, it'll take... be fine. Yeah. Dude, there are so many other running backs other than Evan Hall that the Colts need to look into. Like, I don't understand, like, that this whole process. You're, you're going to tell us that on our next episode when we Absolutely. do a mock draft. You're going to draft them all. You're going to have every <laughs> fucking rookie running back yeah. that was on your sheet. You're, you're going to be all rookie team. Just watch film on Evan Hull. No, I'm not going to do that. Just watch it. No, you gotta, you got to watch it. Not doing He's that. the worst guy ever. Like I, I think I'm going to trust the NFL executives and scouts. And if they say, don't hey, do that. No, they I'm get definitely. it wrong all the time. Yeah. They got it wrong on Terrell Owens. They thought he was going to be horrible, and he ended up being good. So you're right. I don't, I don't know how him. they got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, in conclusion, some of the things that we're going to give you for the for the auction advice is going to be have a plan. Stick to it. Yeah. Create budgets. Know what you want to spend. And God damn it, do not fuck your tears. Don't fuck them. Don't fuck your you tears. Hear that, don't Benny? fuck your tears. Have some tears. Make Mike, sure you Mike, know. Mike said wait, though. His plan was wait 25 picks. I'm on the opposite side. I think yep. some other people are, too. I say get your core in place. Spend your money early. Know what you want. Wait go in get the it Within reason. Doesn't mean go freaking ballistic and be left with 80 bucks with 20 rounds left. You know. Oh, but, that's, a, that's a good point. Guys, the number one advice in any auction draft. What's that? Don't have a dollar left to oh, spend at the end. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. That is no the doubt. absolute we goal. the biggest piece. That yeah. is the biggest piece. Guys, do not walk away with $17 in fab because you know what that'll get you? Some shitty running back off the street. It'll get you a defensive end yeah, in yeah. week four. Guys, it, the only time you can get the players you really want, you're going to look back and say, well, I spent 38 on Adams. And I had $17 left over. I could have used that $55 to get Jalen Waddle. What yeah. the hell was I thinking? Yeah. You right. could, you're going to go back and kick yourself in the ass for all the players that you could have just, I'll take this, I'll take Antonio Gibson. Or I could take that $17 more and I could turn it into... Najee Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think you're getting a Najee Harris for that. You could get a J.K. Dobbins. You could you get could, a Rashad White. You could. An Aaron Jones. An Aaron Jones. Yeah, it definitely. Rashad White's perfect for yeah. that. I love Rashad White. Yeah. He loves you. Yeah. yeah. He just sent us an email. He yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you I serious? Know. Dead serious. I'm blushing right now. Okay. All right. All right. So, guys, thanks for listening to us tonight on our of course, Auction I have advice. to. I, I know, to you listen. do have to. Mike's actually strapped down to the chair. You, you don't notice it on yeah. the air, but he he really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on our next podcast that's going to be coming up in the next couple of days, we are going to do our first and last mock draft of the season. Standard, one-point PPR. We're going to give you that advice because everyone should be drafting this weekend and next weekend. So stay tuned. We're going to help you out. And good talking to you. Peace. Yes, sir. Boop.